Welcome back to our fourth episode, NSFW, Essential Workers, Alternative Lines of Work. Love it or hate it, alternative jobs are essential. Dominatrixes are essential. Strippers are essential. Erotic artists are essential. The sex industry is essential. Don't be a fucking hater. Again, thank you. Welcome back to Dungeon Monitors, the only managerial team that will ever truly be helpful and understand you. That you value. (laughs) There's no other team like this team. This is Team Dream over here. Team Dream Dungeon Monitors. (laughs) Tonight, it's just you and me, no one else, you and I, me speaking, you listening. An evening of ASMR audio style. Let's go. This episode is about alternative lines of work. No one can do it like we can, and that's why not everybody does. We provide value to others, and if no one told you today, know that. I mean this not only today, but every day. You are appreciated. Thank you for not only your services, but your existence. Respect the arts provided by all entertainers. As specialists, we customize a theatrical performance to encapsulate you. Your minds hypnotizing you. Fuck the social stigma. Fuck it. Who fucking cares what they think? Fuck the social stigma. Breathe us in. Breathe us out. Adore us. Crawl for us. Crawl for us. Dream of us. Remember us. Miss us. Unforgettable. We all are especially me. How could you forget us? But should you need us, you remember us like it was only yesterday. Appreciate us. At the very least, consider us. Value our fucking existence. We exist and we are not going anywhere. This is the oldest profession. There is a large accumulation of of the vanilla crowd, basic pumpkin spice latte types. Never had one of those drinks, and I never will, by the way. Working nine to five, we do not. We are the children of the night, working at any hour and all hours of the fucking entire day for you to escape. Our time is valuable and should never be wasted. We're not to be overlooked or underappreciated because really, who are you without us? Think about that. All right, let's talk about the dominatrix. Woo-wee! The dominatrix. Dominatrixes? Dominatrixes? (laughs) My sincerest apologies for any mispronunciation of the plural form of dominatrix. As it's a tomato-tomato type scenario, I, in the beginning, pronounced, in plural form of course, that word as dominatrixes. (laughs) Dominatrixes. But, I go both ways using each. I use both. So it's common for me to say dominatrixes at this point now more than ever. But really, for me, again, I go both ways. It's all based, of course, on the weather, location, and spelling. Okay. Do, 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 do. Circling back. Let's talk about the dominatrix. More specifically, let's talk about me. Introvert by nature, extrovert by trade. 
as a pro dom, full transparency here, I am not here to entertain you. And not just me, every pro dom. A dominatrix is not here for your entertainment. We are a niche artist in the spectrum market. Dom, in short, means dominant for dominating. You know, domination, because we are dominators. Me, concentrating exclusively on femdom, which is female domination, because it's hot. I'm just kidding, not really. <laughs> for me, it's not just a job. It's not something I clock in and clock out so easily. Femdom is a lifetime passion, a lifestyle. And let me remind the day-to-day normal person, normal, whatever the fuck that means. For human beings, the dominant or alpha is not the obnoxious, boisterous dickhead demanding, demanding to be the center of attention. Surprise! It's me! Dominant is always seems to be misinterpreted by the narcissist, but it's not typically the dickhead. It's usually like the quiet motherfucker who's methodical. Anyways, when it comes to sessions before or during, I may or may not collect your thoughts. What you believe you are here for could be much different than you assume. I may examine the symptoms and prior diagnosis in time or instantaneously to select a remedy. Sometimes it's cut and dry. Sometimes you need to be treated for various ailments. I am the doctor. You are my patient. Those are the roles. Your position, most preferred, is head down kneeling before me, as you are at my service, not vice versa. A service may be being sold, but we're not servicing you. Do you understand? A dominatrix is not submissive. A dominatrix is not a prostitute. All still categorized in the sex industry. But we are not selling sex, and we're definitely not going to fuck you. (laughs) So don't fucking ask. Most who seek us portray themselves as alphas, as dominants, but inside are very small. Interesting, right? The predominant market for sessions from us, intricate forum of men in their late 40s and up, the Aristotle type that are regularly in control, in charge, and cocky. But lately, the market has really opened up, especially online, and the range is all over the Richter scale. Many of those dominant males that we usually get are secretly submissive. Imagine that. A professional dominatrix segues into sex work due to its sexual nature. Sexual intercourse is not offered. And of course, we have sex. Just not with you. (laughs) And we're not going to. I have to keep on highlighting this because there seems to be quite a bit of people that are confused. You're completely unworthy of engaging in any sexual intimacy with us. Not a chance. You will not be utilized in this category in our lives. We, again, have sex. Plenty of it. Not with our subs. Especially in a pro-dom setting. All rational subs and subjects are very aware of this. You are beneath me, and sex is never an option in BDSM work. Speaking of work duties, during sessions, it's usually... You receiving discipline, humiliation, and or pain. Sex is not involved, as we are not prostitutes. And spoiler alert, you don't have to have sex to be considered a sex worker. Are you confused? Look it up. You want a switch or a submissive? There are plenty of professional ones available. You want to pay for sex? There are many professional prostitutes. They also have limits too. We all do, just as you do. 
want kinky sex without paying, get a kinky partner. Simple. And there's nothing wrong with being kinky. I strongly support and suggest exploring that avenue. Of course, it's the best. If you have a hard time communicating with anybody in the vanilla world, your interests, seek a professional. Visit this group, look it over, consider it. Make sure you go to the right person, though. In the play space of a dominatrix, they are in charge. Know that. And we follow rules, too. Rules and guidelines. I said this before, and I'll say it again. Consent is mandatory. All parties, all that are involved, must consent. We don't move forward without consent. Period. Safe, sane, consensual. BDSM Cree. Everything and anything in life, not only BDSM, begins and ends with consent. Every start, every stop. I know you guys have heard me say this before. But safe, sane, consensual, SSC, safe, as in your safety will not be put at risk, sane in layman's terms. We are all in the right headspace. Everybody involved is in the right headspace and will not break one another's trust. You can trust me. I know what I'm doing. I've done this for a very long time. And man, have I fucking evolved. Consensual. That's the end of SSC. The C. Consensual. And understanding the potential risks. Understand that the potential consequences. Potential meaning. Chance or possibility. Anyways. Everyone agrees without oppression. Unless that's what you seek. Don't worry, I can plug that into your contract. (laughs) Just kidding. But not really. But whatever. Um, Safe words safe words are crucial and they are used for a fucking reason. Use the fucking safe word. We give you a safe word because if you want to stop, even if you just want to break, if you want to end it, whatever the case may be, we give you that word to use. Use it. I've had a situation during impact play where I had to stop and I grabbed the sub's face, pulled it just a centimeter away from mine Nose to nose, I had to assertively ask, why the fuck aren't you using your safe word? Why? That day, that sub was not ready for that session. And you've probably heard me talk about this briefly in their first episode, but use the fucking safe word. I can't nail that fucking in your fucking head enough. I stopped that session immediately, and they were doing that to impress me, thinking that I would be disappointed. (sighs) On top of that, The sessions that we had together, they were not spread out enough. It was too consistent. And I understood this as that person at the time was very infatuated with me. And they just wanted to please me. So seeing me in sessions was financially rewarding. And they're just taking in these fucking sessions to pretty much treat me with money. Because they were infatuated with me and they liked pleasing me. But... Everything was resolved, and I came up with a plan of a bi-weekly tribute, yada yada, with once a month impact session, because there is actually too much. Just take my word for it, there's too much. You should not be going there every fucking day. You should not be going there twice a week. Take it as you need it. It can be like a medication, or it can be like a drug. And this person was abusing the situation like a drug, and we had to put a fucking stop to it. Anyways... It all worked out, but in that moment, I recognized that they weren't immersed in the subspace, and everything had to cease, even though they didn't say the safe word. Something I could recognize, and I was like, this has got to, we have got to fucking end this right now. Um, 
And thank goodness for the DM there too, because we were completely on the same page. Um, it's like he read my mind. Uh, so again, use the safe word. I'm not going to go too much into the story, but use the safe word. And again, the dungeon monitor, I just had given him a look at a certain point and I, that's when I grabbed, um, the sub and I was like, what the fuck is wrong with you, dude? Anyways, limitations are to always be heard, received and respected. Consent is mandatory. And by the way, all events depicted in this podcast were mutually consented to and agreed upon by all parties, just so everyone fucking knows. Professional doms, we, we operate by a code of ethics. Consent again being mandatory, and you have the freedom and capacity to agree by choice, freely and clearly communicate that you are not comfortable with what is being offered before the session is executed or during, even at home, outside of this. But from a pro-dom standpoint, anyone who does not follow these basic-ass guidelines are not really pro-doms. Anyone can put a costume on and pretend. Please. Anyone can throw on some fucking pleather and say, I'm here to dominate you. But if they don't follow, again, this very fucking basic-ass, these very basic guidelines, then they're not legitimate. You're seeing the wrong person, and you need to move on. Anyone from any facet of this industry deserves respect and have rules that you must follow. Not just us. You must follow the rules too. There are boundaries as you have boundaries and everybody needs to be respected. And guess what, everybody? We all fucking sell sex, including you, the quote unquote non-sex worker. We all sell it without the act of the literal action so aren't we all sex workers, technically? Right? Does that bother you? Too fucking bad. People need people. We need each other, even if it's not for actual physical sex. I do quite a bit of work online. Femdom motivation, life coaching, counseling, all BDSM related, of course. I'm not nude. I do dress like Celine from the Underworld series. Love her. I could be dressed, and at any moment, I could be dressed like any character from The Matrix at any given time. There's no shame in my game, but I'm categorized as a sex worker, and I don't give a fuck, and neither should you. My point is, I'm not naked, and I'm not, I'm not necessarily selling sex. But so what if I'm dressed scantily clad? It's okay to be. That's my fucking prerogative. If you take issue with that, you probably believe ketchup is fucking spicy. Any person who fucking thinks that cannot be fucking trusted. Just saying. Who's the fucking real weirdo here? Fucking psychopath. <laughs> I'd suggest a wellness check on that kind of person, but my mother. Anyway, whatever I wear or don't wear, I understand the assignment. Anyone in this industry unknowingly and knowingly challenges a system in place. When people in power politicians, so on and so forth, and such exploit us behind the scenes. But on the front line, they say they hate us, that we're no good, no good can come from us. But behind, again, closed doors, they're gladly using us, taking advantage of us, admiring us, worshiping us. We're used as a shield to distract from what's really going on because we are truly free, mostly free at least. Because, you know, with freedom of even expression, to be simply you, to be simply me, free but not free, it all comes with cost. It all comes with a price. And pretending to want to eliminate us, making us outcast, will only make us fight harder. Because we do belong. We control the narrative. 
and unenthusiastic groups cannot handle that we work for ourselves, and that type of independence from an individual, directly or indirectly, capitalizing on that freedom to be them, how we so choose to be. To not be a puppet is threatening and intimidating, and for that, we are ridiculed, ridiculed, we are envied. Not only do we see we uh, not only do we receive this negativity from perpetual strangers, but this also can be an uphill battle with our fucking partners. And now remember in the sex industry, sex workers, there's many different kinds. It's it's the niche market of dominatrixes, it's the sex counselor. Again, this person's not having sex with you, but they're talking to you about how to make your, you know, intercourse better for you or whatever the situation may be or to make you better at sex or whatever the advice they give you because that's that's another huge plethora of things that they can help you with sexually that person's a sex worker prostitutes are sex workers strippers are sex workers there are so many different kinds right and again i just want to circle back we aren't going anywhere and you should appreciate us but life is already tough enough for us because we're mostly free but we're really not because they try to restrict us and eliminate us. But imagine being in a fucking relationship. Because not everything is smooth sailing. Especially when you're in this type of line of work. For example, imagine being a stripper. <sighs> not everyone is all good with being with a stripper. Dating in a serious relationship, engaged, partnered with, however you label it. Whatever title you have on it. Some partners don't feel confident in the relationship. Now imagine dating a dom. <laughs> <laughs> some people find it harder in some cases i reference exotic dancing because i've heard about the struggles a dancer has had more often than none with having a confident and trusting partner so usually the dancer you know when they're dating or in a relationship there's a struggle there you know there's a big struggle but why is there a struggle is it society or is it that particular person themselves the dancer's partner, I mean, is not trustworthy. Could it be a mixture of both? And what weak partners fail to do is be proud of you. And they also fail to not allow other people beyond your relationship to get up all inside their fucking head. And that ruins relationships. Worrying about whatever the fuck anyone else has to think when they're not in the fucking relationship. So it's society, it's relationships, it's all this pressure and all this hate and all of this that we go through when we're doing nothing fucking wrong. Why? But when the fucking money comes through, all those concerns start to disappear. No matter how much titty sweat is all up on those fucking dollars. Better fucking believe it. They're like, let me help you count that. They lose sight of all the potential harm, all the concerns that they had, and they're all the claims of them being worried of you being exploited. Oh, all those insecurities, those fears, gone. They disappear. And only at that moment because they come back. Um, because they want a piece of that fucking pie. They see the money come through. Oh, yeah, your job's great. <laughs> Seems like everyone can be bought, doesn't it? Isn't that fucking sad? Most of the people who judge this outside of interconnection are either hiding their curiosity or guilty of something in one way or another, or rather trained to resent us. Could be all the fucking above. 
they never think anything good can come out of being eccentric because it's not socially accepted. It's not socially acceptable to be empowered in this manner. So we're hated by those who are mostly afraid of living, of living. Back on the relationship bullshit, um, when you're in this line of work and this taboo profession, whether you do this line of work or not, you're supposed to love what you do. And you could ask people, people who are not in this industry, ask them if they love what they do. You're going to get like an 80% no. And then some people go to work, you know, in the fucking vanilla world. Some people go to work for the social aspect of it. There are actually some people who like who they're surrounded by at work. And that's actually not a big percentage either. But usually they're saying, no, I don't like work, but I do like the people I work with. Or they're saying, no, I don't like work, period. And I especially don't fucking like the people I work with. So it's just a huge number of people who hate what they fucking do. But you're supposed to love what you do. So why wouldn't you do what you love? So if we're happy on this end, and we're saying we're happy, trust us. It can be difficult for us to be with a person, by the way, that doubts us. Doubts what we say, we say, don't, doesn't believe in us or doesn't trust us because why the fuck would you want to be in a relationship without fucking trust if they don't fucking trust you? Communication is so important. And if you're fucking concerned about how other people, uh, how other people feel or what they may think, well, we're fucking concerned with dealing with you with that from a person we fucking care about. I don't know what's worse. <sighs> Actually, I do. What it comes down to is, do you love me? Do you trust me? And anything we do, we know our worth. Anything otherwise, we'll tell you. Trust us. I specialize in female domination. I originally specialized in impact play, corporal punishment, and foot fetish, i.e. photos and articles for sale. I sold so many fucking socks, I can't even tell you. I've been gifted so many shoes. Um, keep it coming. <laughs> Then I met some incredible connections that expanded my horizons and gave me so much more range. Starting with all forms of discipline, you know, beginning with the novice sub for corner time, writing lines 100, 200, 500 times, spankings, the many layers of humiliation, and in combining this, how it complements many moments. Not everyone is here for humiliation. It has a lot to do with being put in your place and discipline, but humiliation is an enormous factor. And once I learned patience in myself, what I was really there for, my knowledge skyrocketed. Specializing particular categories is important, but you should put your hand in a little bit of everything. You got to try a little bit of everything. There was this great show on Vice, and it was about a couple in Florida, Florida, like the fucking kinkiest fucking state in the U.S. And um, the gentleman was the dom. And his wife was the submissive. Now, 10 fucking years ago, if I watched that show, you better fucking believe I would say, fuck that guy. That guy fucking sucks. Blah, 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 blah. Because I had a little bit of different mindset. But watching it now, especially, I really appreciate him because he is the dominant. But he always, he has said something very, that was very special to me. And that's everything I try on someone else, I've had tried on me. Because I got to know what the flow is. I have to know how to feel. I have to know what they feel too. And it, his thought process is where 
a lot of doms need to be in a relationship give and take mutual blah 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 but they have a really good relationship you guys can watch it some uh at some point um because it's more about relationships and not so much about being in the sex industry but it, it's fucking great for relationship information again 10 years ago if i watch that fucking shit and saw this guy who said that he's a dominant i would fucking want to burn him to the fucking stake but their relationship is very healthy and he respects his wife very much because they don't mean submissive in the sense of humiliation. They mean submissive in, in, in a different manner, which I'll go into another, at another segment at another point, submissive, what submissive means when it comes to humiliation and what submissive means in other ways. A couple things, guys, if you're working from home, working online, Working online is super dope, especially with chastity, humiliation, and financial nomination, and all those are amazing in real life too, but I can't put someone in bondage while rubbing a stinging nettle plant all over their body, and I can't slap you, whip you, or kick your ass while you're a million miles away on the other side of the computer, but I can make you slap yourself, I guess. <laughs> I've worked alongside some of the the best and have had tremendous growth in almost all categories. And to be honest, I myself, in the very beginning especially, completely misunderstood what a dominatrix is or the dominatrix. I went too hard. I went too fucking fast. I started very archaic and rough. And I'm so lucky to have been taught and I'm so lucky to have been taught by some of the greats. I've learned so much about people. I've learned so much about myself. And this has forever changed me for the better. Okay. I'm so appreciative. I appreciate that so much. My... For the record, my alluring nature in honing charismatic energy is never an invitation nor suggestion of sexual harassment or any form of assault. People fear what they don't understand. People hate what they refuse to know or accept on any level. And you can hate me if you so choose, but believe me. What the fuck? People hate... And you can hate me if you so choose, but believe me, those that claim to hate me love me, but rather pretend to be in denial. But no matter what your excuse to not accept me is, to not accept me, you will respect me. And all that adore me, loyalty is an action mostly constructed by feeling. Love is an emotion, a difficult and easy to explain phenomenon. I expect, I expect both loyalty and love, nothing less. The only way to be free is to completely disarm and submit to me. Of course, this is coming from a dominatrix. <laughs> Anyone in a form of alternative line of work, non-vanilla vocations, not everyone can do what we do in our field. And thank you. Thank you again, especially for listening Especially for listening, you are essential. Love what you do and do what you love. For more content, applications, sessions, tribute, visit my website at millennialdom.com. Take a peek at the BDSM glossary. It's fucking bomb. It's in my perspective, of course. And the website, the website is under construction, but 
you're still welcome to visit. For other updates on social media today and every day, follow me, download me, obey me, worship me, like, share, comment, and subscribe. And I'm not asking you, I'm telling you, bitch. (laughs) Quick PSA, unsolicited dick pics are completely unnecessary. Refrain from sending them. Femdom for life! Hang around for a little longer just for a little sneak peek at our first time segment. That'll be episode five. I remember my first time. I've had so many first times. Uh, how much time do we have? Oh, I remember my first time. <laughs> <laughs> now, for okay. talking kink, kink, like kink, like devices and, you know, paraphernalia. Um, so I was given a gift by this, one, on. by this one girl I was seeing for a while. And ooh, ooh. Was it like a birthday gift or what? What kind of- was it just a random gift? I believe it was a Christmas gift. It was given oh. to me around Christmas time. So, a, a naughty Christmas gift? Yeah, like a little little kinky stocking stuffer, you know? Oh, I love it. So, I love it. You weren't 16 when this happened. No, I was older. Okay. This is older. This is, this is, not, this is not too long 17. Ago, yeah. <laughs> Shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was no, He whole, was an adult. He was I was an adult. 16 and a half. Okay, I grew up by this point. <laughs> After three to life. four months, I've, you know, I've changed I so much. I woke up. I woke. I was woke. I was very woke. But anyway. <laughs> I started to like so the anyway, lifestyle like, She's young. like, have you ever used one of these? And uh, she pops it out and it's this big silver ring. And I'd work in, I worked in oh. an adult store and stuff for a while, so I knew what it was. It was a cock ring. And I was Ooh. like, okay. I was like, oh. And the funny thing about it was I was kind of, I was like, well, I'm flattered. But this thing seems kind of big. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, I, I, so, I mean, this thing, you could fit around, yeah, you could fit this around a Coke can. I, (laughs) I'm, I'm, I'm flattered that you think, like, is it that, is it, I was like, damn, is it really that, am I John Holmes and not even know it? Like, you know, (laughs) maybe it's just the angle of how I see it. Maybe that's what it is. Oh my God. But, But anyway. That's good. She's, she goes on to explain me that like, no, you have to put like pretty much like all your stuff. Oh yeah. All of you. Yeah, the whole I didn't unit. know that was the thing. I didn't know that was the actual All way. of G-Unit has to go in there. Well, Everyone in the band. So it was like, and it reminded me of, <laughs> of uh, like, just the whole proceeding, like, just reminded me of, like, what they do on farm, ran- like, ranches and stuff with, like, what? cattle. Like what? What? It's like cattle castration, where they, like... Cattle castrate? Do you mean, like, a Burdizzo type can? What, t- what, I mean, what do they do? First off, please tell me what a Burdizzo is. A, a Burdizzo is not Rizzo from fucking Greece. Uh, a Burdizzo. Oh. A b- <laughs> Damn it. Damn it. I'm leaving now. That's it. Don't talk shit about Greece too. You know I'm a great. <laughs> I mean, Michelle Pfeiffer is everything, but I, I guess the question is why. Not why is she everything, Greece too. Just why? Question mark. Yeah. But I we, believe I read a review on that movie. She just said ding why. Dong. <laughs> why? Siskel and Ebert. Why? I remember reading a review on that movie. Just said no. <laughs> so you're telling me somebody gave you guys money to destroy the original by making a sequel. Excellent. Okay. Anyway, back to the yeah. Burdizzo. Yeah, bur- please. A Burdizzo is, because you said the castration thing, I just think about there are some people that are eunuchs and there are people that, okay, so a Burdizzo is, it looks like if an eyebrow curler were a wrench 
If you can imagine that. If Sounds you can, fun. Yeah. <laughs> Scary as fuck looking, by the way. Scary AF. Um, so if an eyebrow curler were the size of a wrench, a very heavy wrench, um, what they do is they take for, I think it's goats and goats, lambs, animals of that nature. Uh-huh. They put the opening, like they move the testicles, those things. They put them there and they do a quick <laughs> clamp down. They clamp out, clamp! And they don't, yeah, (laughs) that's actually, that's a really good reference. Um, they clamp down on it and it doesn't pierce, I know, right, 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 right. It doesn't pierce the, the skin, but it does sever like the two line tube things that transfer semen to and fro. What is it, just like crush them? Yeah. And it, it severs those, those lines. I don't, I don't know what better word to say right now. I know this is a crude example, but it's, it severs them internally, but it doesn't like the, the sack, it doesn't, it's not supposed to like cut it or anything like that. But eventually the testicles kind of shrivel, they get smaller and smaller, they shrivel, they kind of like, I don't know the best word, disintegrate, evaporate, fucking go into your body and never show up again. Um, but so when you say shit like that, I think of a birdizzo, but people who are different. Or farmers. Or, or your, yeah, that too. Um, I think they just use the broccoli bands, like the big purple rubber bands, <laughs> oh, and they just kind okay, of so snap them around. That's, that's what, what you're more, talking about. Yeah, okay, okay, cool, like cool. So like, you're not talking about, like, like, nope, just tie yeah. balls off, and they'll turn black and fall off it, eventually. It, <laughs> it all sucks, but yeah, I, I thought that's but what you that's what the second. setup, like, reminded me of. Like, oh. I was, like, tying it all off, and, like, oh, oh, and, okay. and then it was explained to me, it was like, no, it keeps the blood flow, like, in there. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, cactus, yeah. <laughs> They're awesome. So, uh, of course, I tried it. Yeah, I yeah. Tried you don't it. have to you like know, it. To not everyone likes broccoli. Hey, not everyone's like you know. I don't know. Sane. You know, I'm a, I'm a <laughs> spumoni. I'm not, I'm not a vanilla bean. I'm a spumoni guy. I'm you like, are. I colors like pistachio. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I put a cock ring on. Yeah, <laughs> I but, tried you, but it. you were like, no, thank you. Uh, I didn't like it. It, it just it, it was, was like too suffocating. It was too, it was too suffocating. It was constricting. Again, the cattle yeah. castration thing. That's what I Because she's like, I want you to stay hard all <laughs> night long. You're like, I don't, I don't, I don't need this to I do need that. this accessory <laughs> for you to exploit my penis like yeah, that, not, okay? Not, I can like, do that you know, on my own. Thank I'm not you. 50 plus, like, some limp dick <laughs> thing, like, going on. Like, it still works just fine. Oh, and she you, wasn't the worst looking girl, so, I mean, it was like, this isn't even. This, why do I, <laughs> I don't need this. I don't need this at all. It was very thoughtful. I'm going to have to re gift. <laughs> Where's the rubbing alcohol? We'll clean it. We'll clean it. We'll clean it. Intensely. We'll try and return it. <laughs> that always. Hopefully, goes Adult well. Mart will take us back. Hey, I tried I, to use this thing and it just I just didn't like it. That's I want nice. My money back. This is not what I fucking thought. I it brought was. it back. And here's the 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 little sticky price tag thing. On it. I know it was fourteen ninety nine. If it's on sale, I'll take the discounted price. Just give me my fucking money If she money paid bag. fourteen ninety nine <laughs> okay, for that like, thing, it it was too much. It's over. It's such a simple <laughs> device. It's over. You know, I bought you a cool T-shirt, and enough. all I got was this cock ring. <laughs> Needless to say, I mean, you guys are still in touch, right? Actually, no. Me and her don't talk really anymore. Yeah, because she's a terrible gift giver. <laughs> <laughs> Strictly... Because she's a terrible... I think one Christmas she literally gave me charcoal to draw with. So I was like, you got me coal for Christmas? Okay, frugal. <laughs> but yeah, it's like, it's a double, it's a two, it's a, like a double-edged yeah, yeah. sword there. Uh-huh. It's a two-parter right there because, yes... You're artistic you, and you deserve yes. nothing but coal. Yeah, because you're a bad boy. <laughs> 
Okay, sluts, that's all you get. You're going to have to listen back in a couple weeks.